0: Hello and welcome, Harvest Church family, and thank you for joining us this week for our sermon podcast. We pray that you will be blessed and encouraged with the message prepared. Right now, let's go to Pastor Perry Kelovic as he shares this week's message. Good to see all of here today, right here on campus and online. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in all over our region this morning and also all over the world today. We just we just bless you. I want to talk this morning about the words that we speak. And uh, I just wanted to, here in February, talk about, since February is kind of a month of love, I wanted to talk to you about how to be more loving or loving at a higher level. Last week we talked about how to rise above your anger, in other words, with love, rising above your anger. Today we're going to be talking about loving with your words. And I want to just tell you that today, between now and the end of the service, which will be in another, what, 30 minutes, something like that? you're going to rise to a new level of love because there's going to be a transforming work of the word of God in your life. So we didn't come to church this morning just to listen to a sermon and say, well, check the box, heard a sermon. No, we came here this morning to be transformed by the word of God. So the entrance of God's word brings life. So I just want to guarantee you here this morning that you're going to walk out of this place better than you came into this place because of the word of God. Can I get a witness, amen? You just really will. And uh, even as I was writing and as I was going through and I'm sharing with you today, and I love what I'm getting ready to share with you today, I love speaking on this subject, it had an automatic effect in my life, and it'll have the same in yours. So we're talking about loving with your words. So, uh, as an anchor scripture this morning, I'll be sharing a lot of the Word of God, but as an anchor scripture, just let me give you Psalm 19, 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Say it with me this morning, everyone, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, How many of you would want your words to be acceptable in the sight of the Lord? Not just on Sunday, or not just for an hour on Sunday morning, but 24-7, 365, that our words are lined up with God. And how many of you would agree we get it wrong from time to time? Like usually once or twice a day, that we need to be be brought back into alignment. So here this morning, we're going to pray for God's word to transform us. Father in heaven, we love you so much. Thank you, Lord God, for speaking to our hearts today. Thank you, Lord God, that your words are living and powerful and they change us and transform us from the inside out. So, Lord, this morning, for every person that came this morning to campus and everyone that's watching online, God, I just pray right now that you do a work in our lives. And, Lord, that you let our words be acceptable in your sight. We pray it in the name of Jesus. And all of God's people said amen. 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 You want to do the Bible thing? Sure, why not? Say with me, this is my Bible. The living and powerful, proven word of God. A lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path, God's holy word on which I stand, and having done all, I'm going to stand on the word of God. Whatever the word of God says I am, whatever the word of God says I have, whatever the word of God says I can do, say it with me, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. In fact, that's our that's our theme verse for 2021 because we're finding our way out of the pandemic. We've still got all things, all kinds of things to deal with right now, but the bottom line is I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, amen, hallelujah, amen. Good morning, Larry, how you doing, bud? Good to see you, and Flo, man, I'll tell you, just get out here in the morning, and I mean honestly, it takes a lot of work to get here, and I'm just so glad that you're here today. God bless you, I saw you last Sunday, I wanted to grab you and say hi to you, and uh, you made it out before I got to you, but I'm going to say hi to you right now so I don't miss, all right? Good to see you, bud. Appreciate you being here, and everyone else appreciate you coming out today and being with us. God bless you. So today we're going to talk about loving with with our words. In other words, we're going to look at what the word of God has to say about the words that we speak. So in your notes, and all of you probably received a set of notes this morning that will give you a great framework on the message today. You can also pick those up online as well. Um, and it'll really help you to see what we're talking about today. But the first thing this morning is this, point A, the words that you speak are powerful. In fact, the Bible says this, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Never underestimate the words that you speak because they're very, very powerful. And you might not realize it, but your words are really loaded with power. That's why rather than being sought less and hurtful with your words, it's important to be thoughtful and loving with your words. There used to be an old adage years ago, well, way before any of us were ever born, it came out, but sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. My goodness, everyone, there couldn't be anything less true than that you know, you can throw sticks and stones, they might break my bones, but words will never hurt me. There have been so many people hurt by unkind words that have been spoken over them. Some of them have had to spend a lifetime getting over the words that were spoken over them. So the truth is this, a songwriter wrote this, It only takes a breath or two to tear your world apart. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can break your heart. So the words that you speak are very powerful. Your words can heal or harm your words can be helpful or hurtful your words can be caring or they can be caustic your words can be productive or they can be destructive your words can be inspirational or they can be idle your words can build up or they can tear down your words can bring joy or they can bring sorrow your words can cause faith or they can cause fear your words can be encouraging or they can be discouraging your words can bring life or death And your words can bring blessing or a curse. Remember, all of those opposites, you know? But your words bring all of those things. So what you say can mean life or death. So the Bible says this in Proverbs 18, 21. Look at the New Century Version. What you say can mean life or death. Those who speak with care will be rewarded. So I want you to just see here this morning that the words that come out of our mouth can be words of life or death, but what you say will be rewarded, amen? I want you to begin to speak good things over your life and over your future, not bad things, and speak good things over your children and not bad things. because what you say will be rewarded. And let me just say this too. If you say things that are constantly negative, you're going to get the reward that negativity brings as well. In other words, if it's always going to be, well, we're just going to crash and burn and everything, well, that comes your way as well. By your words, you'll be justified, and by your words you'll be condemned. So here's what I want you to see in your notes. If you will change your words, you can change your life. If you'll change your words, you can change your life. If you believe that that's true, say loud amen, amen. This is not me talking here this morning. This is the word of God speaking today. Because your words have so much power, it's important that you learn to be loving with your words. Man, I'm working on this every day, to be loving with your words. And I'll tell you what, You'll get tested on this almost every day, but every single week you'll get tested on this. Someone's going to irk you. Someone's going to perturb you. Someone's going to put you off, and you have a choice right there and then to say, well, I'm going to be either loving or I'm going to be loathsome with my words. But I want to encourage you to be loving with your words. Speak words that are full of life instead of words that are full of death, words that lift up and not tear down words that bring a blessing and not a curse hallelujah so everyone every when you go here when you're walking through the journey of life at any given time in a day or in a week you're gonna hit that fork in the road where it's either a blessing or a curse always choose the blessing and and not the curse always lift up instead of tearing down and that's the fork in the road that we hit we have a choice that we can make which way we're going to go Choose the better path. Hallelujah. Now, next here is this, point B. The words that you speak come from the heart. So your heart, how many of you have a computer at home? you got a computer, right? How many of you actually know how to use it? Raise your hand, all right. And uh, how many you are still learning after all of these years? You're still learning about what that thing can do. But your heart is like, a lot like a computer. What goes into your heart will eventually come out of your heart in other words we say garbage in garbage out good things in good things out so in Matthew it says this for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks have you ever heard someone speak a lot of trash that was coming out of their mouth and honestly you know what would come out of their mouth was sweet stuff and bitter stuff and all that kind of stuff but you'd hear them say something was just kind of uncharacteristic and you gotta just think right there Where did that, what is the well that that came out of, you know? So, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And and in Matthew chapter 12, it says this, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So say it with me this morning. A good good person brings forth good things. But an evil person brings forth evil things. Let's keep it on the good side, everybody. That's where we want to be. Third thing this morning is this. You're going to give an account of the words that you speak. Man, did this ever scare me when I was a teenager. Because I realized that one day we're going to stand before God. And I'll tell you what, I, <laughs> I was certainly reminded by other people that I will give an account of all of the things that I speak. So Jesus said this, I tell you that on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. How many of you know that that's a good reason right now to clean up our speech? For by your words you'll be justified and by your words you'll be condemned. I want to be justified by our word, but watch the words that you're speaking because they're being recorded in heaven. Thank God for forgiveness. Can I get a witness? Because I've certainly spoken enough bad words, but God will wash those away by his forgiveness. But our words are actually being recorded in heaven. And... The next thing here this morning is this. So make it a daily practice to download the Word of God into your heart. I call it using computer lingo right now. Just like we might have a firmware uh, upgrade uh, or, a, or you download a program or download an app. Download the Word of God into your life. And you've heard me talk about this forever. Read something of the Word of God every single day whether it's a verse or a chapter or a reading plan, but let your eyes see the word of God every single day. If I had my iPhone here, I'd show you that I've got Our Daily Bread on there and I've got the U version on there. But the first thing that I look up every single morning is the word of God before I read anything. I read the word of God before I read USA Today or the Sacramento Bee. I do any of that stuff, I don't read the Sacramento Bee anymore, but I do read USA Today. And uh, not that I don't read the sacrament of it, just very, don't read it very much anymore. But uh, there's a lot of people that go deeper than that They go, amen, brother, you should have known that a long time ago. But anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, here we go. We're talking about what to download in our lives. We download so many other stuff in our lives. Everyone, we're watching all kinds of garbage on TV and all of these other Netflix and... Whatever you're putting in, there's so much stuff, you'll spend hours binge-watching a series, but you won't even give the Lord two minutes in a day. God help us. Come on, give me the amen I deserve. Can I get a witness amen? So it says this, the entrance of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I love it. The entrance of God's word brings light. It gives understanding to the simple. And the psalmist said this, your word that I've hidden in my heart that I might not sin against God. Hallelujah. I I don't want to sin against God. Now, let me just prove it to you that it's true this morning. How many of you have been literally saved in your own actions, in your own thoughts by the word of God that was already sown in your heart? Right, amen? In other words, the word of God became a governing factor in your life. It was like, it's not a controlling factor, although that wouldn't be bad at all because I'd rather be controlled by God than the enemy. But it's a governing factor, and the Word of God came alive when you're in that, you know, uh, that spot that you're in, or you're, you're going to choose to get angry, or you're going to choose to use words in the wrong way. The governing, uh, uh, God began to govern you. The entrance of your Word gives light. And now, uh, point either this morning is this, learn to tame your tongue. Learn to tame your tongue. Now, we've done studies in the book of James, but if you have your Bibles here this morning, let me just encourage you to open up to James chapter three, all right, James chapter three, because the book of James talks about the importance of taming the tongue, all right? So here's what James says in James chapter three, and verse two. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Just look at that this morning. If you don't stumble in word, you're a perfect man. How about you know if we get our words right, we get life right, Amen. right? So notice what James says about your words. Three things he says. First of all, your words direct where you go. They direct where you go. Look at the next verse, James 3, 3. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Now, horses, generally speaking, are wild when they're born and they have to be tamed. We put a little bit in their mouth and we can turn their whole body. And this works to the smallest horse to the largest draft horse. I'm really impressed with the draft horses that I see at a fair or on a farm. But back in the day, they would pull the plow with a draft horse. You could have a two hitch, four hitch, six hitch or a eight hitch draft setup and control all of those huge draft horses. I was like when I see a a horseman walk up to a draft horse and grab him by the shoe, you know, grab him by the... I mean, that draft horse could totally just wipe him out with one throw, but he'll pick it up, and and the draft horse submits to him, just with a tiny little bit. So uh, it it says this, "...indeed we put bits in horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body." Now, look also at the ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds... They are turned by a very small rudder. I've had the opportunity in my life to be on some huge ships. I mean, I'm talking about big ships. Um, I, used to go cru- I used to go on a cruise every now and then. Have you ever been on a cruise? Isn't that nice? Those big ships, and you can turn the ship with a tiny little rudder compared to the size of the ship. That's the same thing with our mouth. We can turn our whole lives around by that little flap of flesh that we call our tongue, turns our life around. We get ourselves into so much trouble by the words that come out of our mouth. In other words, we've got all of this body, but what gets us in the most trouble is that little flap of flesh called the tongue. It directs the whole body, so it, it directs where you go. And then the next thing is this, your words can destroy what you have. They really can destroy what you have. Now, hey, everybody, you know this is true if you watch the news. If your words can destroy what you have, oh my, so much is recorded nowadays that any person, they just take it out from your history and they destroy your life in one word. And sometimes, I gotta tell you, it's not fair. Sometimes the punishment does not fit the crime. I'm just telling you, it just doesn't. But you can be condemned by the words that you speak. Uh, In other words, if you don't think that what I just said is fair, just just, uh, look at your own life and see the things that you've said. And if they came out in public, um, and, and you got destroyed over that stupid thing you said, how many you know that that might not be fair to you? If your whole life was leveled just by some stupid thing you said, because we all say, we all, James says this, we all fail in, 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 in the things that we speak. I think what I just said is true, so just give me a kind of like, I think you're right, Pastor Perry, man, on that one, okay. All right, I'm messing with you just a little bit, but amen. Now, so your words direct where you go. The next thing is this, your words can destroy what you have. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Say it with me this morning, little member, but it boasts great things. See how great a forest, a little fire starts. Do you know that every little fire that starts now here in California, it's all started by a little flicker of a flame. That's where it originates. But it reminds me of the wildfires that rage in California each year. And just think of all of the hundreds of thousands of acres and tens of thousands of homes that are wiped out that all started out by a little flicker of a flame, but they went into something much, much greater. And, 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 and James goes on to say this in verse 6. James 3, 6, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it the whole, defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and is set on fire by hell itself. Amen. Hey, everyone. I'm telling you this morning, have you ever heard, have you ever had something come into your thoughts or came out of your mouth and you go like, just a second, the Holy Spirit shut you down right there. and said, That came right from hell itself. It's quiet in here because you're listening and because I'm making sense right now. There's stuff that comes out of our mouth that came. You just said, but where was that from? That wasn't from God. That was from the devil. And so we have to control our words instead of letting our words control us. In fact, James goes on to say, for every kind of beast and bird and reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. So... He says, all of these creatures have been tamed. If you've ever been to SeaWorld, or remember when they used to have circuses and things like that, every wild animal, whether it's an elephant, or a lion, or a tiger, or a bear, oh my, and uh, whether it's a dolphin, they can all be tamed by, whether it's a, a, a um, uh, what's that, orca, an orca, killer, a killer whale. They all, to some point, can be subdued and tamed by man, but James says this, no one can tame the tongue. It's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Wow, everyone. We can tame everything, but we can't tame the tongue. We're talking about loving with our words today. So the tongue, James says, is untameable. Watch this. It says in James 3.9, with it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Hey, you go like, well, that doesn't happen. Yes, it does. We come into church on Sunday morning uh, and worship God together and we praise God whether we're on campus or in our homes. We praise God and lift. Lord, I bless you. Thank you, Lord God. And then we get out and somebody gets in our way on the road and we start cursing the man. (coughs) Pastor Perry, that never happens to me. You ever been to Walmart? (laughs) Um... (laughs) I had someone come to me the other day, the other year. I've been pastor here for 19 years now. And, uh, but someone came to me years ago, and they said, Pastor Perry, I was driving down the Highway 99. That's enough to take your salvation away right there. <laughs> and it says we were, we were driving down 99, clipping right along, and somebody cut me off in a truck. And then I came up next to them, and they just started blankety, blank, blanking me. And, you know, giving me the sign that I was number one and all of this kind of stuff. And, 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 and then I came to church and they were sitting right across the aisle from me. I'm seriously. I mean, I didn't make this up. It happened. And what I'm saying is that because James said it, this is with the same tongue, we bless God our Father and with the same tongue, we curse men who've been made in the image of God. God help us, can I get a witness, right? Yes. So the test isn't whether you can be good on Sunday morning at Harvest Church. The test is whether you can be good on Highway 99. Yes. That's where the rubber <laughs> meets the road, literally. <laughs> so out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing, and then James, I love this, my brethren, these things ought not to be, all right? Now, you uh, Here's the last thing is your words display who you are. They display who you are. So, and then I love James' this beautiful writing that he does. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? In other words, you've got a spring. Is the water fresh or is it bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a, grape, a grapevine bear figs? Thus... No spring yields both salt water and fresh. In other words, James is just saying about loving with our words right now. Which one is it going to be? Which version are we going to get today? Is it going to be fresh water or is it going to be sour water? What kind of, what, what, or bitter water coming out of our, our mouth? And sometimes we get to be experts at doing both. But James says this, my brethren, these things ought not to be. Uh, all of God's people say aloud, amen. 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 Hallelujah, man. We've been. Doing great on this message this morning. That's just 15 minutes of truth. How many got some truth already today, right? So we're coming in right now. We've reached the midpoint. We're right there where we're getting ready. I can, the landing, I can't see the airport yet, but I know it's right out there in front of me. Uh, So let's talk this morning. Uh, just to wrap it up and bring things together, how to be more loving with your words. What can we do, pastor? How can we make better corrections? How to be more loving with your words? First of all, love people with building words. Love people with building words. Make it a point to encourage people. In other words, if you can't say anything positive, don't say anything at all but try to lift up people and encourage them because people are really going through it right now. They're pulling the plow tough right now in these days. Everybody needs to be encouraged in some way. Young or old, rich or poor, whatever nationality you are, we need to be encouraged and encourage one another daily, amen? So um, don't, the Bible says this, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may be a benefit to those who listen. Now, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. It says this. Watch this. I just got this right now in the moment. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. How much unwholesome talk should come out of your mouth? None. Don't let any, but only, say it with me right now, but only, but only what is helpful for building others up. Man, that just, I just got that in real time right now. Don't let the other stuff come up, but only what is helpful for building others up. Let your speech, and I love this, the Holy Spirit gave me this, is writing this. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Everyone, when you go out to eat, well, really, when you go out to eat, you don't need any salt. Everything is salted. But how many of you know that salt has a way of just making food taste better, come to life, Right? So it says this, let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt so that you might know how you ought to answer each one. In other words, be graceful and be kind in everything that you say. And one of the best acrostics that I've seen uh, over the years is this one. It says, think before you speak. Everyone say it with me this morning. Think before you speak. But let's just use the word think as an acrostic, right? The T in there is this, is it truthful? Is what you're saying the truth? The H is this, is it helpful? Will your words help or harm somebody else? Will it be helpful to them? I, is it inspirational? Will your words build up or tear down? N, is it necessary? Is it necessary to say anything at all? That's the one that kicks into gear for me. I'm going like, okay, I'm getting ready to blurt something out and go, oh, is it even necessary? And K, is it kind? Love is kind. So think before you speak. And all of God's people who receive that say amen. How do we become more loving with their words? Love people with building words, all right? Now, second thing is love people with careful words. Why do we say careful words? Choose your words carefully because your words are very powerful. So you've got to be careful with them. I I think we underestimate how powerful our words really are. So we've really got to be careful with them and how we use them. And everyone, everyone of us know the impact of a, of, a, of a wrong word or a harmful word. Um, I've had talks with my children over the years, you know, on, on, as they were growing up. Uh, we had talks along the way because I, 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 you know I'm a communicator. It's part of what I do is communicate. And we all communicate in some way, but I spend my time, you know, Uh, talking and and preaching and sharing the word of God but my kids we'd have talks over the years where I'd get it wrong but I didn't realize I got it wrong and I didn't realize that I'd I'd cause them hurt or I'd cause them harm with my words and man when we had the good sit downs those kinds of adult conversations that you have with your kids when they get just a little bit older and they're able to square with you and level with you you figure out man you weren't the perfect parent I never thought that I was anyway But I can just tell you this, I realized where I got it wrong, but I didn't even see it. And then I had to say to my kids, I'm really sorry, man. Will you forgive me for that? Because I just got it wrong. I just got... And and, and, uh, parents here, there will come a day when you just got to kind of level with your own kids and just say, man, I just got it wrong. If I could replay that tape, I would just get that all back. And honestly... With that kind of a word, that can actually bring healing, the needed healing and the necessary healing into your children's lives. It just to know that, hey, dad heard me, mom heard me, but not only did they hear me, but they also saw my point where I was going and they said, man, I just got it wrong on that. It, many times that just kind of just, for life, solves the problem right there. Praise God. So be careful of the power of your words. Now, how do we do this? Three ways you can be careful with your words. Three ways very quickly. First of all, by avoiding anger. We talked about that last week, so I won't spend much time on that. In your anger, the Bible says, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. <laughs> Barbara and Vi had a lot of sleep this night. It's not really. It's a married couple. Don't let the sun go down while you're angry. I remember that. So I always try every day if there's anything between Barbara and I, I say to Barbara, hey, I'm sorry about this because I want to be able to sleep tonight. Can I get a witness? Here's the worst one, the worst one. The worst one is if you're driving to church and you have something go wrong. Oh, my goodness. Now, listen, everyone. Let me just be, shoot square with you. I've been in ministry now for about 40 years. Let's see? Well, 25, 30, yeah, almost 40 years. So there, I, that give me, you know, 50 some Sundays. A, 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 how many is there? 52? How, 52 Sundays a year. How many of you know that every now and then you might get one of those wrong? On the way, I mean, in forty years that 's a lot of Sundays, and i 've had Sundays where, where something was sideways and it 's very seldom. Thank God it 's very seldom and never want it to happen on a Sunday, but it 's been very seldom, but then i 've gone like uh, into church and we were there 's something sideways. I can tell you this, there has been one time that I've walked into the pulpit without asking for forgiveness first. Because I've asked, I've said to Barb, I cannot walk into this pulpit. If you and I are sideways or we have aught with each other in any way, I just can't step behind that desk and do what I got to do today. So I just need your forgiveness right now. I just need it like right now or I can't go out and preach. I can't go up and face these people and be a fake. You know what I'm saying? Myself, I have to. I got to know that my own heart is right. And you can do the same thing on the job or getting ready to head out to work. Say, hey, I'm not going to just spend another 24 hours with an attitude against you. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that we're on the same plane and ask for forgiveness. Pretty good preaching here, everyone. Can I get a witness? Amen. So, we love people with careful words. How can we be careful? By not having anger, not getting amped up all of the time. Will Rogers once said, and you don't know Will Rogers, you'll have to just Google him, because he was before my time. And you know he's old then, right? Be careful of the words you say. Keep them soft and sweet. You never know from day to day which ones you'll have to eat. It's true. So keep your words soft and sweet because you might have to eat your words someday, all right? Second th- way that we love people with careful, uh, uh, you know, how by avoiding gossip. Now, gossip is so much fun. In fact, the Bible says this, the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down into a man's innermost parts. They're like this dainty food. And in fact, in, uh, if you Google trifles, they have trifles that are like these layered desserts that you have. But I had somebody for my birthday, they gave me a bag of truffles, lint truffles, L-I-N-D-T. And I go like, well, I can't even save these. I mean, this is not going to be good for Pastor Perry. And so I almost like, what should I do? But then I ate one, and oh my goodness, it was so good. (laughs) And it went down to the inmost parts. And it was dark chocolate, not the milk chocolate, the dark chocolate. Which is my favorite. And it went, and then I, for my birthday, I also got four C's candy gift cards. Four. I mean, what does my future hold for me right now? I mean, there's no way I'm throwing those away. But the Bible says the words of gossip are like choice morsels, they're like truffles. And, and, and so you got to watch because it's, they're tasty at the time, but bitter in the end. And so don't add fuel to the fire. The Bible says this, without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. So in the, when you get into this gossiping thing, there's no good end in it, everyone. Um, don't add fuel to the fire. Don't feed the fire. Don't fuel the flame. Quit while you're ahead when it comes to gossip, right? Amen. Here's the third way, by avoiding saying too much. How many of you ever said too much? You said too much, like you're, and the rest of you are lying, I know that, but how many of you ever said too much? Come on, everyone, we all said too much. Um, Even a fool is thought wise if he keeps silent, and discerning if he holds his tongue. I've learned this, but it's taken a lifetime to learn it, everybody. You don't get this overnight, um, but a fool is thought wise if he just keeps quiet. I have saved myself so much anguish and so much problems that i have just learning to keep my mouth shut. Hallelujah. Let somebody else get involved in it, in the gossip and everything. I'm not going to go there. Man, I want to go to Dairy Queen and have a vanilla cone or something. It has nothing to do with this message. <laughs> Uh, But I don't want to be just living in angst in my life. Are you saying? And and we do that by getting into gossip and then also talking too much. And I love Proverbs, just very user-friendly. If you keep your mouth shut, you will stay out of trouble. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Third thing this morning is this. So where is there some balance here? Because you're saying, Pastor Perry, you know, all of this is, you know, nice words all the time. What? Is there anything for the? Well, the Bible says this when you have to speak the truth and it's hard to take, love people with truthful words. So the Bible says this speaking the truth in love. Say it with me this morning. Speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Say it with me right now. Speak the truth, but in love. And you're really preaching back to me really good this morning, everyone. Speak the truth in love. It says, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every aspect. The mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ, will grow when we speak the truth in love. Now, there is a time, everyone, watch this now. There's a time to speak the truth, but always do it with love, speaking the truth in love. In fact, the Bible says this, wounds from a friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. And I'd rather have somebody come up and square with me and say, I just need to speak the truth in love. But I know that they love me. You've, You've got to love the person before you get a right to speak the truth in their life. In fact, the Bible says an open rebuke is better than hidden love. An open rebuke is better than hidden love. In other words, just trying to hide. So um, love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Let me just give you a, a very simple one, not even heavy duty. Because there are some times I've had to sit people down and just speak the truth in love. Uh, I, had a, I had somebody in a church one time And they were out going out uh, before they were married and committing adultery. And so I called them on the phone and said, you know, uh, stop doing that. Uh, We are good enough friends. I said, you know better than that, and you just stop doing that. And we, we went back and forth for a little bit. And I said, then if it's okay for you to do it, then it's okay for me to do it. Oh, he goes, oh, no, 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 no. Pastor, you can't. Do this. He goes, no, no, no. We both read the same Bible. You're telling me it's okay. So if it's okay for you, it's okay for me, too. <laughs> he goes, oh, no, it's not okay for you. Well, then do you understand? Then you all of a sudden, you're right. You're right. And that couple today is active in the church, serving God and loving God because we spoke the truth in love. And sometimes I have to do that. It's like, come on, snap out of it. That doesn't even sound very loving, but you know. But there's people that you have enough relationship with that you can say, because you have relationship. You're not just coming out of the blue, but you have relationship, and they'll hear you. I had a friend, um, I have a friend uh, that I grew up with years ago, and we've been friends all of our lives, but we met, you know, uh, they went to our church when my dad was a pastor in North Dakota, and so it goes back to when I was around eight or nine years old, but we're friends today, all right? And I talked to him last just a few months ago during Christmas, his family was coming in, the kids were coming in, and I said to him, I said, "Hey, hey," and I said his name. I said, "Hey, here's what you need to do. You you got to turn your phone off uh, when your family's home because you're always on your phone." And I'm I'm telling you right now, they resent it, and your kids resent it. Even though they look at you and they nod and everything, they resent it because you're always on your phone. I said hey turn off your phone in fact power it off and let me trust me in a day the world will still be here in a day without you on your phone especially christmas day Now, I run into that even with my own kids because during Christmas, I'll go like, okay, I'm going to take my own phone and turn it off. And then only to see that they're all on the couch on their phones. You know what I'm saying? Have you had that one happen too, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to not be on my phone, but they're on their phone and they're they're back. But what I'm saying is this. You can speak the truth in love and say, hey, it's going to be a lot better. You're going to connect a lot better if you're not always fighting over the interference of a phone. So, and, and he took that and he said, man, you know what, you're right, you're, you're right. And my kids tell me that all the time, but I just don't do anything about it, but I'm going to do something about it. This and he says, you're right. So uh, uh, that's speaking the truth in love and a very, very light illustration of it. So we've talked this morning again about how to be more loving with the words, the powerful words that come out of our mouths. God's gonna help you with it, hallelujah. There's been an infusion of the word of God in your life right now. That word of God is going to have a transforming effect. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. I'm going to say that the, during the last 30 minutes, our minds have been renewed by the word of God. And so we just need to say, God, I thank you right now for your word. God, let your word be sealed in my heart today. Hallelujah. We don't need to be Netflix to be sealed in our heart. We need God's word to be sealed in our hearts. Amen? Amen. All this other information coming our way and digital junk and all that garbage that just causes us to get all mixed up and all whacked out. We need God's word. It's truth and it's transformative. You just take it and I read that. I received it. I reconciled it. Now, Lord God, let your word be sealed in my heart. And you don't even have to. It's the seed of God's word planted in the soil of your heart that's naturally going to bear good fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100-fold. You don't see a rose trying to make roses. It's not going, oh, I'm going to struggle to make a rose. No, it just makes roses. It does what it does. And what I'm saying is the word of God, the seed of the word planted in the soil of your heart, now is going to bear good fruit. Hallelujah. This 30 minutes is going to bear good fruit in your life. Hallelujah. So here's what you can watch for this week. This week, your words are going to be more in line with the Word of God. This week, your words are going to be more in line with the Spirit of God. This week, you're going to have a better week because the words that are coming out are going to be sweet words and kind words and uplifting words. And when you hit the fork in the road, you're going to choose the path of life and not the path of death. You're going to choose the path of a blessing and not the path of a curse. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. All through the words that we speak, of course, it all starts with the mind. What we think first comes out. All of those things are going to come now under the power of the Holy Spirit and the word of God. So we end it the same way that we started it this morning. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. And if you received the word of the Lord this morning, give the word of uh, God a great praise. Would you do that, Amen? amen? Amen. Let's stand this morning all across the auditorium. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your word. Praise God. Oh, I had something printed in your notes as well on page two. This week, I'm going to choose kind words. They transform worry to joy. This week, I'm going to choose gentle words. They break through anger. This week, I'm going to choose pleasant words. They encourage learning. I'm going to choose honest words because they make other people feel loved. And then I'm going to choose wise words. They heal broken hearts. Um, I put that on Facebook already uh, last night. So. That last page that's in your notes is also on Facebook, on my page, and also the church page, so you have it there like, what was that you just said at the end? It's right there. Just check it out. It's on the church page, and it's already on my page as well. So um, let's pray. Father in heaven, we love you so much, and Lord, I thank you right now. Just what a wonderful morning we've already got. God, I thank you right now, Lord. We're walking out of this place on good ground, the ground of your word, the solid rock. God, I thank you right now that you are going to help us, Lord God, to be loving with our words in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Just say this with me right now because here's what we've got here this morning. We've got a mixed bag. We've got, and we do it every service, all right? Everyone's at a different level on on where they need to go with this truth that we shared today. And some of you are here this morning and say, Pastor Perry, I'm really struggling with the words that come out of my mouth. I seem to be just wired in the wrong way right now. I feel like I'm caustic and I'm not caring. I'm I'm not the person I want to be. There's a lot of interference and a lot of anger and all those kinds of things. That's why we pray the prayer. Oh, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, my strength and my redeemer. That's why we pray. The psalmist had the same thing going on. That's why he prayed that prayer so I want to just ask you just to lift your hands this morning in a receiving way and, and, and just say this prayer with me right now Lord Jesus I thank you for your word that speaks to my heart today help me Lord God to speak words that are life giving and loving let the words of my mouth let the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight oh Lord my strength, and my Redeemer. And I pray it in your holy name, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. I just pray right now God's power over you, the power of the Holy Spirit right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. We take authority right now over the enemy. We take authority over the devil in the name of Jesus. We take authority over all that spiritual wickedness in high places in the name of Jesus. We come against it right now. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord, and we press into you right now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. We don't need more government, we need more God. Can I get a witness right now? We just need more God. And there's all kinds of junk coming on the scene right now. Things being changed right now. You talk about civil rights. You talk about justice. There's no justice for the unborn right now. And laws are being changed right now where the unborn are less protected now than they've ever been. God help us. And we know scientifically that little baby is not just in a little fetus as we try to put it out of hand. And I'm talking about we need God right now more than government. Can I get a witness? I'm talking about yeah. blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord in the name of Jesus. Man, I, I'll, I'm going to get off on another. You know, uh, gender expression is totally off the, the keel right now, totally whacked out. And I'm talking about where you can walk into any bathroom and walk in and be whoever you want to be on any given day. That's not how God ever intended it, everyone. Read your Bible. But the Bible's being dismissed out of hand. This is the only rock. This is the only truth that we can stand on. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. Social mores will change Morality, the definition of, will change, but God's word never changes in the name of Jesus. Don't get me started. Because I'm telling you here right now, oh, because no, let me tell you what, what will happen too. Someday I'm going to preach a message that says what I feel like saying. But I mean, in line with the word of God. But, but here's the deal is uh, uh, 20% of the church will walk out and never come back again. Because we've compromised so much that we are so much in the world that we go like, well, I just don't know about that or not. And Pastor Perry, the, the whole Bible thing. Come on now, everybody. We need to get more full of God and less full of this world, Less, less... Conform to this world and more conform to the word of God and be transformed by the word of God can I get a witness here this morning amen the world the world is a dead end but God there's life hallelujah and eternal life he's, he's the only one that has eternal life hallelujah in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus so thank you Lord God but it, began, it begins with us right here to be more loving in our words, be loving in our approach. All of that, whatever we do, the truth that we speak has to be done with love as well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And just so you know, everybody, just ever, anyone that sees it another way, you know what I do with them? I don't curse them. I go out to Starbucks with them. And I listen. You know what I'm saying? I listen. I listen. And I'm talking about, but I'm, I'm saying now, here's the Word of God. Let's look at the Word of God. I know how you feel, but here's the Word of God. By the way, the Word of God steps on my flesh all day long. Can I get a witness, amen? You go like, well, yeah. I, no, no, but the God's Word steps. But I want to be, as John said this, may He increase and may I decrease. May, they become, may He become more and more and may I become less and less. And Man, I'll tell you what, I really do believe that's the way that we find really real life in this life that we're living right here that we're only passing through. Hallelujah. By the way, everybody, the whole run is really short. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. You'll see it when you get here. It just goes boom, just like that. Time goes by. But we're, we're only sojourners. We're pilgrims. We're just passing through. And one day, we're going to be living together in heaven with the Lord. Hallelujah. Can I get a witness here this morning? Amen. Okay. Father in heaven, we pray right now that we would just display love, not hatred, but display love. And Lord, uh, every person, Lord God, that is without you, needs you. And I pray right now that anyone watching today and everyone watching this says, Lord, I just need you in my life. Help me, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that they receive you and receive your love, Lord God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you, Lord God, for the love you've given us. And Lord, we open our hearts to you right now. If you're watching right now and you're in this auditorium right now and you say, Pastor Perry, I need God in my life. I need Jesus to be my Savior and be my Lord. Just pray this prayer with me right now. Church family, if you'll join in right now, just pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I know that I need you in my life. I open my heart right now to you. I ask you to be my Savior. Be my Lord. Forgive me for all of my sin. Make me a new creation today. With my mouth, I now confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So Lord Jesus, say this, I believe on you and I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. And I pray it in your holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and meant it from your heart, Jesus just came into your heart. He will change your life. You're part of the family of God. Your name is written out in the Lamb's book of life. And now you can follow Jesus instead of following the world. Give the Lord a great hand clap for for that. Would you Then We're going to follow Jesus (laughs) instead of following the world. But let me just say this. Everyone listen to me this morning. God doesn't want just a piece of you on Sunday. He wants all of you, 100% of you, take up your cross and follow him. He's not asking for a part of your life. He's asking for all of your life. Young people today, God's not asking for just a part of you. He's asking for all of you. He's saying, I want all of you. And he'll change you from the inside out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that last part was brought to you by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, 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 um, but I pray that really the whole message was brought to you by the Holy Spirit because that's how the word came. You know, holy men of God wrote down as the pen was moved, by their hand was moved by the Holy Spirit of God. And, and our, our lives need to be moved by the Holy Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, if I got anything wrong this morning, you forgive me, but I'll, let me tell you this, 99% of what I said was right. Um, but there is me, so I'm, I'm the, the, the weak part of the message is me, but the strong part of the message is God and the Holy Spirit. And as long as you stay with the Word of God and what's written in the Word of God, you're going to be standing on a firm foundation. Can I get a witness, amen? Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you right now for your words that are so life-giving and so helpful today. Let us walk out of this place, Lord God, living at a higher level of love, and Lord God, loving with the words that we speak. And I just pray it in the name of Jesus. Bless your people today. In fact, I'm going to speak a word over you today, just a blessing. But watch this, the priestly blessing that God said to... Say it over the people. He said to Aaron and, and the priests. he said, speak this. And when you speak this, you're going to put the name of the Lord over your people. That's why I close with a blessing on almost every week because it's putting the name of the Lord over you. How many of you would say, Pastor, I need the name of the Lord over me? Can I get a to say amen? And he said to those priests, you speak this blessing and the name of the Lord is going to come over your people. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. And may the name of the Lord be over your life in the name of Jesus. And everyone that receives that, give the Lord a great hand clap of praise. Would you do that? Amen this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. I bless you in the name of the Lord. Have a great day. Walk in love. God bless you. Thank you for joining us once again for this week's sermon podcast. We pray God's blessing on you as you face your day and week ahead. For more videos, messages, and other content, make sure you follow, like, and subscribe to all of our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at GoHarvestEG. And be sure to check out our website at GoHarvest.org for the latest information on events and services. Until next time, stay encouraged and don't miss the opportunity to be a blessing to the world around you. God bless.